Hey, Connect Church, Pastor Dan here with our first big time podcast. Can't wait to get started. And so we've been talking about God's love. We're going to be doing a series all this month in church. I hope you can join me on Sunday mornings at Connect Church, 1417 Herbert Street, South Roxana, Illinois. We start at 10 a.m., 10 a.m. You can come out, worship with us in music, worship with us in the Word, and uh, just have an all-around good day uh, worshiping Christ our King, okay? So we want to give a shout-out to uh, uh, Connect Church for making this podcast possible. Uh, it's a great church. We hope that you'll join us sometime and, and fall in love with the church as we have, all right? So don't forget to like and share. Uh, this is on Apple and Spotify. Also, the video is up on YouTube. So please uh, subscribe, please like, please share, please click click the uh, notification buttons so that way you can uh, get notified when there's a new podcast that's come out. So make sure that you do that. So please subscribe to that. That would be a big help. So we want to get into this today. And, and since we're going to be talking about love this week, I want to go back over a little bit with uh, uh, our verse that we had on Sunday. Uh, John 3.16 says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. And what we're talking about is really that agape type love. And what I want to focus on about that agape love is it's really unconditional love. What is unconditional love? Well, unconditional love is, is a lot of things. Our kids do things that uh, doesn't make us happy. Uh, we're not proud of it, you know. But nevertheless, we, um, we end up loving them anyway. Even though they got problems and they got issues, even though they get into trouble, we still love our kids. And so Jesus loves us, even though while we're sinners. And so the Bible tells us that it's a vital for us to understand God's unconditional love. It's very important. So when you when we ask what was the greatest commandment, Jesus pretty much said this in Matthew chapter 22, 37 through 41. He says, love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind. This is the first and greatest commandment. And the second is like it. Love your neighbor as yourself and all the law and the prophets hang on these two commandments. See, God created you to love you. That's why he created you. God is literally for you. He is rooting for you to succeed. Even when you fail, even when you sin, God is still rooting for you. God is for you. He created you so that you can love, right? And so we really never understand the depth of, of God's love, of Christ's love for us until we really uh, become a born-again believer in Christ. Uh, we can love a lot of things. But those things are passing, but this is a love that surpasses all understanding. This is a love that will stand for all eternity. It's that agape type love that is unconditional, right? See, sometimes when we think about uh, our failures and our past and, and the things that we've done wrong, we, we some kind of, sometimes we kind of figure that we expect God to be filled with anger. Uh, he's mad at me and, and he won't love me. Or we expect God uh, to get back at us for everything that we've ever done in our life. Like he's keeping a record, you know, it's kind of like that old 
uh, adage they used to sing, you know, at Christmas time, we, we, we talk about it a little bit. It says, you know, uh, he's coming in town, he's checking, he's li- getting a list, he's checking it twice, you know. And so we're at a point where we think God is of the same type of nature where he's keeping this book and he's, and, 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 and he's checking that list and he's checking it twice. And, uh, and, and he wants to uh, punish you for all your past failures, all the things that you've done wrong. Uh, and so that's, uh, that's what we think sometimes about God, that he wants to get back at us, right? He wants to get back at us for maybe something that mom did or something that dad did or, or maybe something our brothers or sisters did or something our family as a whole did. It's kind of like we go into this thought process of generationalism, you know, where we think, well, for generations, our family has been cursed. God's been against us. But that isn't what the Bible says. The Bible says that he's for you, that he loves you, that he's rooting for you, even when you fail, even when you sin, right? Max Lucado writes a book, 316. He made a very powerful statement in that book. He said, God loved this world so much that he gave not his condemnation, but he gave his son. Jesus places do not enter signs all over the gateway to hell. And he announces to anyone who wants to go, if you go, you've got to go over my dead body. That's what Max Lucado says Jesus is telling us. Max Lucado also says that you can know God loves you because God so loved the world. And because of that reason, since he loves you and he loves the world, since he has no needs, God has no needs, he cannot tire, you cannot tire him. And since he he is uh, without age, you cannot lose him. And since he has no sin, you cannot corrupt him. See, if God can make a billion galaxies, can he make good out of our bad and our faltering lives? Well, of course he can. He is God, after all. See, if you and I try to get our relationship right and our life right without getting this right, unconditional love, without staking our lives on unconditional love of God, then we're going about it in the wrong way. See, a Christian who does not get the love of God, who does not understand the love of God, a Christian who does not receive the love of God, you know, or a person who is trying to make a relationship work without trying to get trying to get through life, trying to live the Christian life without that unconditional love while they're sidelined by guilt or fear, living in the past. They're wondering if God can even use them. You know, am I, am I going to be even used by God because of what I've done? My past is so bad. The things that I've done, I just don't seem to overcome. Can God still use someone like me? Well, anyone who has not experienced the love of God and who does not have this love to share with others is like really a sports player, a person on a team who can't get in the game because he's misplaced his uniform, right? God wants us to put on that unconditional love like a garment. It's like a set of new clothes or like that uniform. We've got to put it on and we've got to uh, wear it, right? Unconditional love. Some of you miss God's love without conditions because of sin in your past or maybe sin in your present. Some of you had an abortion. You know it was wrong and you're wondering if God can still love you. Some of you are struggling with addiction to alcohol or prescription drugs or spending or gambling or pornography. And you're wondering if you've gone so far 
that you've gone outside the boundaries of where God's love can reach you. So the question is this, do you want to hear what the Apostle Paul's prayer was for you if you're one of those people? Well, in Ephesians chapter 3, verses 17 through 19, it says, Then Christ will make his home in your hearts as you trust in him. Your roots will grow down into God's love and keep you strong. And may you have the power to understand, as all God's people should, how wide, how long, how high, how deep his love is. May you experience the love of Christ, though it is too great to understand fully. Then you will be made complete with all the fullness of life and the power that comes from God. And let me put it in, maybe this verse is in a different way, that Christ will live in you as you open the door and invite him in. And I ask him that with both feet planted. Or you could say it like this also. You'll be able to take in with all the followers of Jesus the extravagant dimensions of Christ's love. Or how about this one? Reach out and experience how wide, how big, how huge, how enormous God's love is. Test its length because it never comes to an end. Plumb its depths because there is no bottom. Rise to the heights because there is no ceiling. God's love is the greatest thing. Even 1 Corinthians 1313 tells us how great God's love is. Max Lucado reminds us also in his book, you can't do anything to make God love you more, and you can't do anything that will make God love you less. So you cannot win it, you cannot lose it, but you can refuse it, right? There are also those of you out there that may not be may not may be, may not be caught in a great sin or a great addiction or a great trouble, but did you know you can be in danger of missing the truth of God's unconditional love? You know, I had a I had great parents growing up. Everybody probably knows who my parents are. I've got a great wife, Angie, and four great kids. I, I've got a good church and a great job. But the day I start relying on just those things that I just mentioned, rather than on unconditional love of God, I am through. I've reached my limit because I know that it's only by the grace of God, only because of his favor, only because of God's unconditional love that I am here today. I don't want to forget that. You can be saved and not completely get this. You can be a good person and even not get it. You can be a good husband, a good wife, a good father, a good mother, a good friend, and still not get it. Keep company with God and learn a life of love. Observe how Christ loved us. His love was not cautious, but extravagant. He didn't love in order to get something from us, but to give everything of himself to us. We need to love like that. Amen. See, Ephesians 5.2 says, Live a life filled with love. Follow the example of Christ. He loved us and offered himself as a sacrifice for us, a pleasing aroma to God. 2 Corinthians 5.14 says, Either way, Christ's love controls us. Since we believe that Christ died for all, we also believe that we, will, that we have all died to our old life. See, the sinful nature is no longer there, but the love of Jesus now resides there. Amen. 
I want to close with a word of prayer. Remember to put on that unconditional love and love Jesus because he first loved us. Let's pray. Father, we give you praise, honor, and glory. Thank you, Lord, for this time that we can join together in this podcast. Lord, I pray, Lord, for each one that is listening, those that are listening on Apple, those that are listening on Spotify, those that are watching on YouTube. I pray, Lord, for each and every one of them. That, Father, Lord, the love of Christ will permeate throughout their life. And, Lord, they'll understand it and know it better as they live in that unconditional love. No matter how far we've been, no matter how far we've gone, Jesus still loves us. And he died for us to make us free from sin. Thank you, Jesus, for all you've done for us. We ask all this in Jesus' name. Amen. I'll see you next week on Wednesday Night in the Word. Catch us on Apple, Spotify. Make sure you hit the like, the subscribe button, and click the notifications. See you next week.